2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Growing up can be the hardest part of life. Oh, yeah. And as we get older, we forget, we can forget, the stress of fitting in, finding friends, navigating, the complications of tween and teen drama. Yeah.
3: Right? The changes you're going through.
1: Yeah, you got it. And you want to shield your kid from all of that. But you also don't want to be that overbearing parent. So what happens? Well, it's something one mom seems to be having a hard time with. Oh. you hanging out in the breaker room, Just Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. So right after Thanksgiving, mm. we got an interesting Facebook from a mom whose name is Carla, which is the most mom name yeah. of all time. And it fits every generation, yeah. by the way. There's young Carlas, mm-hmm. there's old Carlas, but Carla is always a mom. Mm. And Carla writes us, quote, This message is more for Kimmy and Duffy. Well, I can't help. Please take heed on that. Right. Thank you. She goes on. My daughter is 14, and in the last year, I thought she was just being a miserable teenage girl going through the hormone thing. But it turns out it might be her best friend. Her best friend's parents got divorced, and she now leaves to live with her dad over the summer. When her friend was gone this summer, my daughter was a different kid, laughing, being kind, having fun with her other friends, and being a kid. Mm-hmm. When her friend came back for the start of the school year and they started hanging out again, (laughs) she went back to being a miserable 14-year-old. Her friend is going through a lot with her family, and I really feel bad for the girl. But her issues and her attitude and her outlook on life are rubbing off on my daughter to where I'm starting to get worried. I want to separate her from this girl for her own good, but I know that's not something normal parents do, Unless there are parents that do this and just don't talk about it and she keeps going, but I think that's what yeah. we need mm-hmm. here. All right. So she asked for Kimmy and I, so you just yeah, sit I guess there. It's and, hey, that yeah, that's probably best. thing,
3: that. I'm a buttoned up. Yep. 14-year-old nothing, year
0: old girl, by the way.
1: Nothing just here. Just wanted to remind you. Hey, I hear you. Nothing here. Kimmy, this seems like a parent <laughs> gripe as old as time itself.
0: Yeah, and I think um, you know, kids, especially throughout high school, you have friends like that that come and go, I guess. It's really just about navigating it because those people are always going to be around you, right? Like people going, friends going through stuff. Okay. Um, I, I I, think it's impossible to separate f- your kid from being friends with somebody. I, it's the same, similar to the same discussion that we have when we talk about you not wanting your kid to date somebody and banning that relationship, but you can try, but it never really works.
1: Okay. The phone number is 252-WCMF2529263. This idea of my kid's friend is a bad influence mm. on them, right? There are mm. two ways to look at that as a parent, Tommy. Hey, what's that? That would be their right to be concerned because mm. you are the company you keep, or you're being a lazy parent who needs to take a more active role in your kid's life and not blame other people for the way your kid is acting. Which camp, Tommy, do you fall into?
3: Well, the problem is that you can't say anything to the kid. Okay. Because the kids are going to double down, right? They're just going to rebel. They're going to you're going to make them hate you and go deeper to that kid. It's possible. So you can't say you can't take that road.
1: Okay, but do you look at this mother as a concerned good mom, or yeah. do you look at her as an overbearing lazy? No, but mom?
3: if your kid's becoming unmanageable because she's copping an attitude. It makes your life miserable.
1: Okay, no, there is a huge difference between unmanageable and copping an yeah. attitude. Are
3: they kind of the same thing? No, no.
1: unmanageable is my kids <laughs> sneaking kid has out of an the house. At yeah, at some I point. Mean, well, yeah. that could
3: be that could be the
1: next thing. But it's not right now. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's not said here. And I knew you were gonna do this. I Jumping. knew you were gonna go from my kids being miserable because <laughs> of her friend to she's out robbing banks with her.
3: No, but you don't know where it could end up. But you don't know this other kid. You don't know that nut ass family. Okay so not
1: ass uh, family you've been divorced twice
3: yeah because i married a nut into a nut ass family not your nut yeah, ass not family
1: you. you're sweet <laughs> as your lips you read one book you read them all go on please could
3: you talk to the other mother oh i don't know i mean is that something I you could know. do give thoughts
0: i don't know how you approach a subject of hey i think your kid's making my kid miserable you don't
3: You don't say it that way what do you okay. say you know the, i i notice when the girls get together they 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 have they change Mm-hmm. Or you know something we could do together.
1: I love you, trying to be a parent. Hey, hey, you isn't that, you know. you sound like a Canadian hockey coach. Oh, hey, you know who's the centerman? You're the centerman. Oh, hey, okay, okay. Oh.
3: No, but could I you mean, could you get together
0: with the other parents? I mean, you don't really have any options.
3: No,
1: but you'd be telling them their daughter I think you is. Have to focus
0: more on the way your kid is responding than I than say the way like the, the, the other kid is. Because you're not going to change the way the other kid is.
3: I was just thinking you could approach it as the girls as a collective unit are having a problem, (laughs) not as individuals.
0: You have to. I'm just thinking like from like what my mom, it always bothered my mom if she thought I was like copying somebody or like following somebody, you know what I mean? Like she always would say, you know, you don't have to be, be your own person or wear makeup (laughs) or,
3: you know, chase boys.
0: It was more of like a be your own person, be a leader, not a follower kind of thing. Okay. Okay. So you take Um, that approach. Yeah. But you maybe I think you have to I again I don't think you can change that other kid's behavior. So the best thing you could do is give your kids your kid a way to manage a way to manage it, I guess. But
1: I mean, her kid would have to see that that's happening. Yeah. It's a fourteen-year-old girl. It's her best friend. Look, I mean, I got a thirteen-year-old. Yeah, I, I
0: don't know what I could have processed at fourteen. I don't. I don't could know. Could you
3: find like? Does she have other friends that you like? Kind of push her towards those kids. So
1: that's what she sounds. That's what she says but in
3: this letter. How do you letter. do that? If the other kid. By wants the way, to see as a kid. parent,
0: there's no guarantee you know who the good kid is and the bad kid well, is. Well, but
1: either. you do know how your kid reacts after spending time what they with show those you. friends. Okay, no. Look, I can I can say this. I will say this. With my thirteen-year-old daughter, who is the most hormonal teenage girl. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Just starting. Oh my god. Mm. I know there are friends that she'll go hang out with, where she's going to be a certain person when she comes home, just based on that friend. Like I, I, yeah. I understand. But I think what we were all like saying. that at that age, weren't we? I, I think you're right, but I can tell which friends yeah. are the ones that bring her up mm-hmm. versus the friends that make her feel bad. And I'm not saying, like, you know, I mean, look, they're teenage kids. It's going to happen. But I've never gotten to the point personally as a father where I've been like, I got to keep my kid away from that kid. Yeah. Unless I'm the bad parent here and this mother is actually doing it the right way or wants to do it the The right way.
3: The only thing that would help is if you have an older sibling pointing it out to her. Your friend's stupid.
0: (laughs) Yeah. God, you are so bad at this. Why would your brothers have said to you about a buddy who they didn't like?
3: I don't know. They weren't around. I don't know. And I'm again, looking around. And
0: again, you would have just doubled down and be like, No, my no, you know, older like, sister's an idiot. She doesn't
3: know what she's talking about. But let's say you look up to your brother. And, like, his, way, his words okay. have more weight than your parents. Okay, so Maybe. now you
1: have, now it's like an 80s sitcom. My brother's cool, man. He drives a motorcycle. Yes, but he's work gone for Richie
3: Cunningham, man. Have
0: an ice cream cone.
1: Kimmy doesn't Explain know you, what's going. you don't know who
0: Richie Cunningham is. I have no
1: idea. You got to be kidding me, man. Why would she know that show? It's a show about a-, a time that she wasn't alive in <laughs> that aired 20 years before she was alive.
3: But he's an institution. Do you know who Ron
0: Howard is? Yes, I do.
1: All right. Richie Cunningham. Are we done? Yes. 252WCMF2529263 I know there are parents listening who have watched their kids go through what this mother is describing I don't even know if it's a bad thing again uh this mother her name carla I'll give you the quick synopsis she got a 14 year old daughter her best friend parents going through a divorce uh now leaves during the summer to go spend time with her dad. She said when her best friend is gone, her daughter's a different kid, laughing, kind, having fun with other friends, being a kid. When her friends come came back to start the school year this year, she went back to being a, quote, miserable 14-year-old. Her friend is going through a lot with her family, and I feel really bad for the girl. But! Yeah. Her issues and her attitude and her outlook on life seems to be rubbing off on my daughter. She essentially wants to separate her daughter from this girl and says, I know that's not something you should do, but then leaves the door open. Somebody uh, has done this, in which mm-hmm. case it'll justify me being able to do it.
0: I would also worry that like, am I gonna, like my kid may be helping this other kid, you know, with whatever they're struggling with or going through by taking that away. Like, am I doing harm to somebody else's child? It's a
1: good question. It's a really good question. Because
0: like, you you know, friends that you've had throughout life that have gotten you through hard times.
1: Yeah. Especially something like a divorce at 14. Yeah. I mean, anyone's gone through that. Yeah. 252 WCMF. Uh, oh, you know, I feel like in the discussion so far, We've been focusing too much on girls because it's a girl in the letter. This is common in boys too, Mm -hmm. right? Like the worst, okay. Do worse influences come from friends of boys or friends of girls as a teenager? Because boys will get your sons in like actual trouble. Yes. Like breaking, stealing, fighting, cursing, farting. But Kimmy, it does kind of feel like girls change Mm. the way other girls act more than boys change the way other boys act. Am I wrong?
0: Uh, I get, I mean, every kid's just, you know, struggling to fit in, right? You don't think boys experience that too, to some
1: extent. I feel like it's more extreme with girls. Let me put it this way.
3: I think it hangs longer in girls. Like it changes their entire outlook and attitude. Oh, you, then okay. then boys. Like boys really? can get in immediate trouble where I think with girls. Bro, you almost
0: can... didn't graduate. What do you mean? She
1: called you
3: bro. <laughs> huh? But you know what I'm saying? Bro,
1: you almost didn't graduate. I would buy that t shirt with your face on it. Bro, you almost didn't graduate. The influences that you had
0: in your life set you up for complete failure, (laughs) and somehow you managed to
1: get here. I don't know. All right, let me put it this way. Uh, I can't
0: imagine the people's lives you ruined now that I'm thinking about it. Well, Well, there are two women we definitely (laughs) know
1: about. What ruined?
0: Like friends that you've had along the way that you've never heard from? Again? Yeah,
1: you you bring it up. You got a buddy whose car doesn't have a horn. (laughs) You don't talk to him.
3: I also chase people away from the uh, reunion. uh,
1: Yeah.
0: So that stuck with those people for life.
3: Two of the guys in my graduating class died, so I don't know how that would have worked out. It could have been good.
1: Okay. Going back to what we were talking about, boys versus girls and bad influences teenagers. Like, I had buddies that were bad influences. Mm. But my little sister had friends that were legitimate monsters. And their parents were monsters. And my sister, she's a great human being Mm. who was awful, awful as a teen spending time with these other girls. But, like, even in that situation, and it was bad, it was bad, bad, bad. How do you put a stop to it? Like, how do you step in and say you're not going to spend time with this girl anymore?
3: Maybe it's an uncrackable code that you had to let it ride its course. Because okay. like you said, your, your sister's turned out fine. Well,
1: eventually... Right,
3: but I'm saying, like, maybe that's just a process. Okay,
1: but here's the thing. Maybe my sister got lucky after she separated herself from this girl. Let's say they never separate themselves from this girl. Let's say that this, hmm. you know, attitude change or lifestyle change affects them long term if they make a mistake at a certain age. I mean... Yeah, I, if, I I look at this mother and I go, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. And then I think back to my sisters yeah. and look at my daughter and I go, okay, maybe she's got a point. I don't know what. But to think. But,
0: the, but your sisters learned that lesson early on. Uh, let's say like they didn't have that friend in high school and they meet that friend in like their twenties, right? Like would they have? Would that have been more detrimental to them as an adult than it was as a teenager? That's a good
1: question. I don't know. I mean, they say girls mature faster. You would think by the time you hit your 20s, it's not something that's going to drag your entire personality down.
0: But I don't know. But you had that experience with somebody when you were in your teens, and now you know better. I okay. don't know. I do think, to your point, but the difference would be, I think girls can be much more manipulative when it comes oh, to their oh, friends.
3: Oh, oh. In like period.
1: <laughs> what about a
3: period? Are they like- manipulate? Girls be manipulated. Okay.
1: We got a ton of Facebook messages coming in. You can always get us at WCMF for the Breakroom Facebook page. Dina writes, Kimmy, kind of along uh, what you just said, well, not this part, this is a bad mom. Her daughter's friend is going through a terrible time and she wants to take her friend away. She should be encouraging the daughter to spend more time with her. She needs an ear to talk to, a shoulder to cry on, a friend to be there, not to be abandoned by everyone in her
0: life. Well, I wouldn't push my kid into it. 'Cause we've talked about this before. Remember like those birthday parties and things and, and uh friend hangouts that your parents made you go to because they felt sorry for the kid or their mm-hmm. situation. Okay. I don't think you can push your kid into it.
1: All right, hold on. Because your kid's not like qualified to fix this other kid. But it's not about fixing. Sometimes it's just about being there for somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And going back to the whole birthday party. But that party... made you
0: like not want to do it. I <laughs> yeah. get it.
1: But going back to the whole birthday party and play date thing, you're right. When you are a kid, it is the worst. Mm-hmm. But now that you have the adult hindsight of 2020, who knows what you did for that kid being at their birthday party or simply hanging out at their house for two hours. Like, that could have made a legitimate difference in that kid's life. Or you could have is- made it worse. How?
3: I don't know. Ha! <laughs> But you—you're so damn sure you made it better. The kid yeah, because could
0: have made that it worse. kid may have thought you were their friend, and then when you got old enough to be like, "I'm gonna do my own thing now."
3: Blew him off. Okay, as yeah. fine, But
1: like, bro, there's nothing that makes me more sad than a kid by themselves on an yeah. important day in their yes. life. I know, right? I know. No, you don't, because you just argued against helping that kid. <laughs> I guess.
0: Um, I mean, this woman's downer like, ass you kid should...
1: at my party. Down her ass kid.
0: <laughs> because you also want your kid to be happy too.
1: Yeah, how are you happy being um, well, around doom well, no. and gloom kid?
0: Okay. Are you? Let me, you. Let me you. My boy.
1: <laughs> you were saying, I'm
0: listening. <laughs> um, this woman's saying like she should double down and spend even more time with that girl. No, like no, like do let her do what she's comfortable with. You know, like be there for the girl, but maybe at times from a distance, because you want you want your kid to have those boundaries too.
1: But what if your kid doesn't want the boundaries? I mean, okay. it doesn't well, sound
0: But I'm, I'm just saying, don't push them into I it. I get it. I get yeah. it. But
1: it doesn't sound like in this Facebook message that this girl's daughter at 14 years old doesn't. It sounds like she wants to spend time yeah. with her. Yeah, just but what... It sounds
3: like they're having fun in their own misery. Nothing's getting solved. Like this kid's coming home changed.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's So what the it doesn't
3: says. look like anything's getting fixed here.
1: You know, I wonder how much divorce is a scarlet letter still today, despite the fact hmm. that. You know, a lot more yeah. people get divorced about it. I
3: would think it. it's nothing anymore.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, you think so? I but- think there are people in a lot of different situations, like non-traditional situations, maybe that would lessen the impact of divorce or lessen the reputation of divorce.
1: Maybe it's not as bad as it used to be, but I do feel like there is still that judgment this of parents, especially parents that mm. split. Like, why would you not try and hold that together for your kids? What did you do wrong? Who's right. to blame here? Mm. When sometimes it just doesn't work out. Right. And maybe there's a little bit of that judgment. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too far between the lines here. But like, you know, if you're a married couple raising mm-hmm. your kids together, and now you have a friend from a broken home, what is that child telling my child?
3: But it's also how that kids being, how that kids in, in that divorce is being used. Like if I've seen I've seen divorces where the parents use the kid to get to the other parent. Okay. And if that that kid. You know he's screwed. Sure. And if your kid's hanging around that, is he's going to hit a different message you don't want your kid to hear? Okay. So what do you do? Pull that kid away from the. You'd kid almost being have manipul- to. But your
1: but the kids being manipulated. It's not the kids' fault. But
3: you can't fix what's going on. It's out of your control. You're and cut. your kid's going to hear things you may not want to your kid to hear. Bro, they ride the bus. Mm, I
0: know. I know.
3: I know. No. But this is something you
1: know that's happening. Okay. Mm. You know that other things are happening too. Oh
3: sure. No, you don't, I just don't.
1: You just don't want to deal. That's no. what your yeah. thing
3: is. Well, it's an unfixable problem because half of the situation is out of my hands. Unless you want me to literally yank that kid, oh, my kid, away from your from your bad kid. What do I do? But it's not
1: a bad kid.
3: Not bad, bad situation. No, situa- you said bad. Bad, busted-ass situation no. child. Can I say there's that? No, no. There's
1: no scarlet letter for divorce. Oh, look at man who's been divorced twice who's putting a scarlet letter on these parents.
3: That's scarlet. Is that bad? Yeah, I it was, right Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't read the book.
1: Uh, Shock (laughs) face. We got more Facebook messages coming in again. This woman, Carla, writes a Facebook message. Long story short, 14-year-old daughter has a best friend. Her parents split. It sounds recently. This girl's friend's parents split. Mm. Uh, She says that her daughter comes home after hanging out with this girl miserable. The girl left for the summer to go spend the summer with her dad. Her daughter was a hell of a lot more kind and fun and more like her old daughter. Girl came back to go back to school, and she's back to being miserable again. She wants to separate this girl from her friend, but says, I know parents don't do that, but in the end, it's like, but if anybody else has done that before, that'd be great. Mm. Freddie writes us on Facebook. He says, this happened with my son in middle school. We got him away from those boys, and things got way better. Oh. He, he ended up having to move schools. Jesus. Because of all of the talking and rumors and bullying afterwards, but I feel like I got my son back, and now we spend so much time together.
3: All right, well, we're for that guy.
1: Well, but see, it seems like we're missing a lot of information of Freddie's Facebook mm-hmm. message here. Probably seems
3: like a, you know. a little glossed over.
1: Yeah, right. There's a lot of you move schools, and- but it also I mean, but that's your a lot.
3: kid being like that is also going to make you miserable. Like if you if your kid's in a bad spot, okay, you and your wife are also going to be in a bad spot. That's the problem, sure, yes, right? Because yes, yes. then they say you're only as happy as your unhappiest kid, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it also affects your marriage. So you're being selfish again. No, but I mean, it has, and that affects the whole family. Okay, but like you're. You ruin the holiday. Oh my God. There
1: are several instances.
3: Broke ass, busted ass child.
1: Don't take care of your kids. Broken
3: ass. You know that's happening. Dope chopping, weed transport. She strips all night, sleeps all day. <laughs> the
1: 14 year old? No, the
3: mother no, of the sure busted ass me. child. Clarifying. The busted ass <laughs> child. <sighs>
1: Had a point and now it's gone. I don't know why you bring these things up. I'm making sure we're all clear here so we don't get (laughs) a letter saying Tommy's got a 14 year old stripping all night, sleeping all day. (laughs) Dumbass. Now, I okay, your point about this will bring you and your spouse down. Yes. Okay, everything your kid does as Mm. a teenager will bring you and (laughs) your spouse down. I'm sure grades, health, Mm -hmm. their attitude that they have playing, they have a
0: lot of ups and downs,
1: the drama that they have with sports. I mean, Kimmy. Well, I don't know. It's hard to use you as a gauge because you're just so, like.
0: Oh, but I was a. I'm Kimmy. Wait, she's really an well adjusted. a teenager? Yeah, were you were, yes, I, you... I had a lot of attitude with my parents. But you're well adjusted. <laughs> now?
1: Is she? Yesterday? Well adjusted? She <laughs> yells <laughs> at all of us. Oh, we oh, give yeah. her cash for Christmas. She says, oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't put enough thought in her gift. We're <laughs> well remi- adjusted. But I
0: think you. Should... <laughs> Anybody who's ever been a teenager, yeah, a you think you question your parents. You think everything they're saying is wrong. They're not cool. Everything they mm-hmm. say, you don't even know. You know that's that's a part of being a teenager. That is
1: by far the most frustrating part that I'm trying to figure out to, how to navigate. Because like I, I I assumed my parents didn't know what they were talking about mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and it yeah. turns out I was right.
0: But I don't know what it's like. <laughs> you were in school like 50 years ago. No, but that's just
1: <laughs> that, like my 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 oldest daughter, yeah. one who just turned 13. Mm-hmm. Is just like me. And I see her doing things that I did when I was a kid where it was like, hey, if you just simply do it slightly different, mm-hmm. life's going to be a lot easier. Right. And I understand that kids have to learn that lesson for themselves. Yeah. But the fact that she looks me in the face and goes like, you don't know. right? You don't even know what I know. How <laughs> how do you think I got here, I know, man? Like, why don't you just listen? I'm trying to help you! I'm trying to help! It sucked at that age, I'm trying to help you!
3: But like you said, you wouldn't have listened, I wouldn't have listened. Yeah. You had to You had to go through it.
1: No, but like, our parents were different, man!
3: Well, I will say this, and I've said this before, you're closer, there's a deeper connection between you and your daughter than like my father had with my sister. They were a million miles apart.
1: But that could have been a generational thing.
3: It was, okay. but he never tried to fix it. He just figured that's the way it was. And my sister was a kid. And, you know, they they constantly, you know, it was a disaster. So good luck with all that. Thank you. Does no. that help? No. I just gave you a compliment.
1: No, a compliment's great. It doesn't help. You're getting closer to the to we? solution. We'll I, th- find I think out. so. We'll, we'll find out 20 so years from now. There's time. no
3: way you're not raising better kids. <laughs>
1: well, how do you know? I, I could be raising a monster but you gotta you're assume not, like
0: you're making some mistakes you're watching I mean. the pot,
3: it doesn't boil over my parents generation didn't watch, they watched Bonanza <laughs> and the news and drank, my father didn't know where I went to school at the time, he just did where the check went, yeah alright I'm just telling you man, mm-hmm. you pumped the brakes a little bit
1: China, you got two millionaire brothers oh uh, okay
0: <laughs> two out of four right
1: Yeah. well that's still a half a million dollars a kid pretty damn good, yeah if you break it down
3: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Ladies need to listen up. If you oh, want to lady? be devious yeah. and uh, potentially put yourself in an illegal situation, mm-hmm. you could do this to every single man in America every day for the rest of your lives. And here's the best part. Right. Most men, if you did this the right way, wouldn't even call the police. They'd probably thank you for it. Well, no, it's so damn embarrassing oh. that most men would not want to admit they got <laughs> oh. got in this way. You're hanging out at the break room. just classic Rockland 65 WCMF. So there's a story that has made national news. Whatever. And it's a warning to men out there that are doing this to try and meet women. Mm. So we'll tell you the story. This man is drunk. And he went out bar hopping in Nashville. Mm. Oh, my God. The number one bar hopping capital.
0: D- did he get drunk while bar hopping or did he go out already drunk? I th- I don't, I, that
1: doesn't really matter for the story. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. But by the end of the night, it's 2.30 a.m. He's standing at a hot dog stand and he starts <laughs> chatting. With as what? you should be. As this you is should be. This the worst at a hot dog stand. He starts chatting with a lady. Yeah. And things apparently go well. Mm-hmm. The woman asked if she could see his phone so she could give her number to Ooh. him. He goes, yeah, of course. We got a hot dog. You're drunk. You meet a hot lady. This is going great. Oh yes. <laughs> so he hands his phone to her. Oh, no. uh, he then, or the woman, then turns the phone to her and she's typing on it. Da 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 da. So they're talking. Da da da. She goes, okay, gotta go. Hands the phone back to him. Walks away. All right. Turns what, out,
3: would she steal off his phone? That's just it.
1: He got a fraud notification saying that someone had done a $3,000 cash app transaction on his phone.
3: Like, to her phone?
1: Yes. She didn't leave her number. She transferred $3,000 cash from his app to her app.
3: But wouldn't he know where Where to find her and track her down? Because right. it went to where the money went. Okay. Yeah.
1: I'm guessing it doesn't have her name on this other cash app.
3: So, Oh, so she would have some kind of like rogue account that they couldn't track? Yeah, I don't know how
1: this works, but if you're pulling this move, you probably have a way. Because she, so she got
3: $3,000? So the good news in this story yeah. uh,
1: is that it was so much money, the transaction was flagged and it was oh. canceled. So he didn't lose she his money. She went too big. Exactly. Yeah. But if she
3: but. didn't... If yeah, she went 250 to 500 That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm thinking you, you're walking. And you had to be
0: a hot chick. Okay, I don't think you have to mm. be hot. Hot, that. Think of all the numbers you've gotten,
1: but Tommy. All three of them.
0: Or <laughs> the the amount of times you've handed your phone to somebody to get to put their number in, even if it wasn't even like because they were interested in them, just like, hey, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll contact you later. Kind now, of thing. This
1: is a generational thing. I know you've probably have you ever done this? Handed your phone to someone so they could put their phone number in? No. Okay. So, like, for guys your age, you're to just go, oh, an idiot. But that's, Kimmy, a common thing for guys to do. Like, I don't hey, think so. Give me your number. you single handle. person. Hey, plus
3: you think, you know, you got some action. Oh, yeah. You're well, not going to
1: suspect a woman's going to rip you off right. like this.
0: Yeah, and I I, th- I know a lot of women that would rather put – see, I, I would think this would happen to women more because I know a lot of women that are more comfortable – Having the guy put their number in their phone, so that way they're not giving out their number. Mm -hmm. They get to decide whether or not they're going to text him kind of thing.
1: I understand, but in this case, she's not actually putting her number in the phone. She's stealing your money, so she doesn't have to worry about that. So this is a message to all you ladies that can hear us right now. And The phone Mm -hmm. number is 252-WCMF, and we're obviously not encouraging this. What is remarkable, however... Is how every woman doesn't do this every night she goes out for the rest of her life because every woman could. Oh, how yeah. do you
0: know it's not happening more often? It probably is, and it's is. in smaller amounts. So maybe either people don't notice, okay. or they don't want to bother, or they're embarrassed figuring it out. But yeah. women Second. can yeah. run away with the world. Yes, they could.
1: Yes, and maybe to Kimmy's point, they are because, like you said, Tommy, mm-hmm. if this is a two hundred fifty to five hundred dollar transaction, mm-hmm. a good looking woman who goes, "Hey, let me give you my number," after a little conversation. I would be so embarrassed. Now I would fall for this instantly if I'm a single guy. Instantly, not even think about it. I would be so embarrassed. I'm just eating that money.
3: Let's say, and even if you, let's say later in Nashville you ran into her again, because Nashville it's a very small party town, right? Okay, sure,
1: yeah.
3: If she, if you approached her and she started crying and she said, "I, well, I'm sorry, I needed this money for something," you may let it go. Or even if
0: she said no, I
1: didn't. Yeah, I didn't do it. What are you (laughs) going to do? Nothing.
3: Nothing you're going to do.
1: By the way, Nashville's a perfect place for this because there's a lot of tourists as well. Bro, it's Skankville. You strike up a conversation, ask where they're from. If they're not from there, boom, that money is mine. And if you're And if
0: you're drunk enough, you may not be totally sure it was her. Like, you're pretty sure. Good point. Where else did I set my phone down? Yeah, I don't know.
1: Like, I. Ladies, why don't you do this more? I'm not trying to encourage crime here. I am. Steal my money. Well, like, I don't want you to steal my money. I'm a married man now. I'm not going to fall for this, obviously. But, I mean, look, this sounds terrible. This sounds terrible. But you remember how busted we were? Oh, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. To the point where we were were taking money from women that were willingly giving it to us. Sad, sad women. Mm -hmm. But if this was an option, when I was, like, 18 to 23... I can't sit here and defend <laughs> the amount of
0: people you just hand your phone over to. Well,
1: like, Kimmy, I can't definitively say if I had the ability to do this at that age, I wouldn't have done it, oh, it to makes somebody. Me, yes, and it makes uh, me a bad person. Mm-hmm. But at the time, oh, yeah. if it was pull-offable.
3: Mm. Desperate times, man.
1: 252-WCMF, 252-9263. A story that's gone national. A man in Nashville, 230 in the morning, he's drunk, he was bar hopping, ends up at a hot dog stand, starts chatting <laughs> up a lady. That lady says, I want to give you my number. Can I have your phone? He goes, Yeah, of course. Hands her the phone. She's typing away on it. Goes, okay, bye, thank you. He gets on a notification, fraud notification. She transferred three thousand dollars from his cash app to her cash app, never gave a phone number. Luckily for this guy, the transaction was flagged and canceled. But to Tommy's point, mm-hmm. anything between two fifty and five hundred you're probably getting away with. I yes. wonder
0: how long it took him to notice.
1: Well, no. So a, a notification Instantly? went to his phone right, right oh, okay. away. When he got his so phone. So you noticed it right away. But it's also funny. I didn't
0: know, like, he woke up to it and thought, "Oh crap."
1: So it said, "Soon after, he got a fraud notification." Mm-hmm. It is funny too that he it doesn't say anything in the story. He tried to find this woman, so even he, to your point, mm-hmm. yeah. kind of let it go, mm-hmm. which leads us to what might be the saddest part of this discussion. What's that? There are men, Tommy, mm-hmm. who could get ripped off like this. Yeah, and they'd still be the most upset that she didn't really give them their
3: number. Yeah, right. Because fake do-
0: number, what?
3: Because think about it, going from that high of thinking this chick is interested in you and it's going somewhere and you're at this fun party town to, so, oh God, I've been ripped off. Yep. Like, what a crash of emotions. Think so I've of- seen
0: it get really awkward. Um, I've, I've seen guys put their number into her phone or vice versa and be like call me now Call, oh, call me. you know what I the mean they do, the, they do the okay okay now text me now call me like they want to verify it mm. right then and there that that it's the actual number and it just it's kind of like it's like alright maybe if you were connecting with this person you're not anymore well but
1: like even if you do that and she gave you a fake number you're mm-hmm. just doubling down yeah. on the embarrassment yeah, because like right. the alone embarrassment is one thing for everyone around you to now know that she gave you a fake phone number why would you want other people to I don't see know. that know <sighs> You know what I'm saying? Like she was
0: trying to like let you down without embarrassing you in the moment. Which is essentially. something
1: that women shouldn't have to do. Like the fear of looking at a man and saying, I'm not going to give you my number shouldn't be something you're scared of. Yeah. It should not be a feeling you have. Yeah. But women have to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But like for the guy to be like, okay, text me, oh, it was a fake number. I want your real number now. <laughs> give me your real number now, the number you don't want to give me. <laughs> All right, so gentlemen, mm. the moral of the story here, do not hand your phone to women to put your number in. And if you do, and she steals that money from you, yes, maybe you still have a shot. I don't know if she actually gives you the number. <gasps>
2: I'll give you $250. You're going to go out with me now. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.